The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss AI in MarTech and content. Joining us is Jeff Atkinson and Connor Ray, who are the CEO and lead engineer at Texo. Texo is an artificial intelligence application that specializes in developing cutting-edge solutions for content creators in various industries. It was developed out of the Huckabye Company, which is a technical SEO platform that has been helping enterprise-level companies scale and solve for technical SEO problems for years. Yesterday, Jeff, Connor, and I talked about creative content generation in MarTech, and today we're going to continue the conversation discussing how you can use artificial intelligence to scale podcasts, FAQs, and your blog posts. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Jeff Atkinson and Connor Ray, the CEO and lead engineer at Texo. Jeff, Connor, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you, sir. Great to be here. Good to be back. Always good to have you guys on the show. Excited to continue our conversation talking about artificial intelligence and how we're using it to actually create valuable content. You've built a service through Huckabye, your company, called Texo, and that allows you to do things like upload audio to turn it into a variety of different types of content, whether it's summaries, quotes, social posts. And there's a tool that I really like in the application that allows you to talk to the AI to get custom content. So I want to know what the last word of the transcript is, right? I can go ask Texo and it'll spit back that last word, or I want to ask for a blog post, maybe FAQs. Well, okay, now I can talk to artificial intelligence to give me different outputs for a piece of content. So help me understand here, what do we think is actually going to be the most valuable? I know you started with podcasts, but you're using Texo to help the SEO community as well. How should I and the rest of the MarTech community be thinking about taking our long format content and breaking it down to something that's actually usable? For us, we're trying to stay really focused on what our customers would want out of this Texo application. And that usually lends itself more to SEO type ideas. So the immediate one that came to mind as any SEO knows the importance of frequently asked questions on web pages that can then add structured data or schema to those frequently asked questions and capture rich results and featured snippets in Google. So. The idea was, okay, there's long form content. What's a great example of long form content? 
podcast. We can take this long form content and we can actually make it useful in summaries to create the output be a summary. The output could be titles, could be social media potential posts. That would be useful for podcasters. And we really just bit into that piece because that was the quickest way that we could create something of value. And myself, having been in the podcast space for quite some time, we had a number of contacts in that space and could get the ball rolling pretty quickly. What we quickly realized was what we had built, and this was the intention actually, was what we had built could actually impact our customers who are mainly SEOs in a more meaningful way than just this podcast product. So the first iteration of that is the generation of frequently asked questions at the bottom of long form content pages. So if you were to go through 200 pages, have someone read it, summarize it and create frequently asked questions on these topics, it's very time consuming. With AI, we've created an output that you can get these frequently asked questions written for you and inserted on the page with structured data in a matter of minutes. That was very compelling for our customers. So we're trying to find our niche. I think this industry is moving at a million miles an hour right now. So you want to carve out the piece that's relevant to you and your customers and try to really get good at that piece. Otherwise, you're just going to get run over by like the stampede of people working in AI right now. That's my take. What I'm hearing from you is you need to think of marketing channels and breaking long format content into short format content is great. And we all want to Gary V the crap out of everything and put ourselves everywhere. But it's a lot of work to be able to create the right content for the right marketing channel. You mentioned that you have expertise in SEO. And for anybody who is not in SEO and doesn't understand what schema and structured data is, the idea here is that you can feed Google a specific format of language that they will then put into some of the most prominent placements on their search engine. So for example, if you've got a podcast, you can say this is not only a podcast, but here's the host name and the guest name and the topic and the category in a specific format. And Google will then put you in the podcast widget on their search results. You mentioned FAQs are important because of structured data and schema, that social content is another one. Help me think about marketing channels where it's useful to break long format content down to short. SEO is obviously one. Social is one. What are some other channels where content output is important and drives a meaningful difference? Think of the channels that require writing and require some human being hands to keyboard in a methodical way. So in the SEO front, like meta descriptions, metadata is always an arduous task. And I know AI has like made to create very efficient metadata. Paid search, all the copywriting and having it tested and watching click-through rates and what wins and what doesn't win and what gets you the highest click-through rate and the highest relevancy score, that sort of is made for AI, right? AI would be just fantastic at that. We've obviously taken our bite of the apple with FAQ and another article, Structured Data Markup, that pulls in relevant articles and writes a short comment about them. I'm trying to think of other channels like I'm sure affiliates and being able to use AI to test. So looking back at my time at Overstock as the SVP of marketing at Overstock, we had a lot of time spent testing different copy for emails, for display ads, for paid search. You could set up AI to basically just take care of all of that. 
think about the segmentation and the personalization that happens for an email campaign. For example, at Overstock, you have 10 million emails going out a day. They're all personalized. Now you could potentially have AI writing, changing the copy, changing the subject line, changing the offer in 10 million personalized emails. That was all work being done by algorithms and you could only really change what products were being shown because of the algorithm. Now we're one step beyond that where we could personalize down to the actual copy written in an ad and an email and a paid search ad. So anywhere that there's inefficiencies in testing and sort of copy that needs to be inserted is an opportunity, I think, for AI to impact a marketing channel. Connor, I'm going to turn this over to you and put you on the spot a little bit and give you an example here of breaking long format content into short format content. If I am turning this podcast episode into a LinkedIn post, the format that I'm going to be using is a personal narrative about my career. And the post is going to be something like, I've been writing content for 15 years for myself and for other brands. It's always been challenging. I probably spend between 15 hours and now I've reduced it down to about 30 seconds. That's why apps like Texo are so valuable. I sat down with Connor and Jeff to hear about their experience building the platform to let me know why it works so well. Go listen to the podcast. It's in the comments. As opposed to a tweet, different audience, still short format content, I'm going to write something like, oh my God, my eyes are bleeding. I can't deal with writing any more content. I finally found the solution with the link below. How do you ingest a long form piece of content and understand what the ethos is of a different marketing channel to produce the right output for the right channel? There's a couple different strategies you could take with that. One that we've been experimenting with with some of our other products is this concept of tooling. So when we're talking to an AI model, we might create an agent or a chain that has a specific goal, but it might need a certain tool to accomplish that. And so in your example, that tooling might need to go understand what a quality LinkedIn post is or what a quality Twitter post is. Is there such thing as a quality Twitter post? I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't help myself. Go on. How about a liked Twitter post? What goes viral? Yeah, what's successful? What's ob objectively successful in the Twitter sphere? <laughs> yeah, and, and what's going through my head right now is, okay, somewhere in the back of Texo, you need to hard code in, how do I turn this long format piece of content into something that is polarizing, clickbait headline-ish, only 280 characters max, and also includes the word Elon and Zuckerberg. <laughs> the hot take button. Yeah. That's to be the next Texo product. I want the hot take, controversial, give it to me. Yeah, turn this into not a blog post, but something that's going to piss half of the world off. <laughs> that's what we could do, right? So anytime it creates a Twitter post, we could say, go look at Twitter, go see what the hottest posts are, go see what Zuckerberg just last tweeted, and then craft me a tweet that'll make me famous and see what it does. That's brilliant. <laughs> okay, so you're actually able to go and basically set up an agent to sample what is successful in a platform. As much as I kid around about Twitter, now X being a unvetted hellscape or whatever Elon said it wasn't going to be. Now that it's turned into all of our worst nightmare, you're actually able to look at what's happening in the platform and say, okay, this is what's resonating these days. So are you constantly monitoring platforms for understanding what the right format is? Like, what's the process there to make sure that you're resonating with the desired audience that you're going after? 
Well, let's be honest, Ben, this has really turned into just a product idea podcast as Connor and I are <laughs> writing notes down and, okay, we're going to make this a lot broader than generating FAQ. Right now, we're relying on the AI models to be monitoring these different applications, not something that we're currently monitoring, but probably should be. That's why we're getting a lot of great ideas out of this, but I'll let Connor answer the technical side of that. Yeah, so I don't want to give too much away from the secret sauce, but that is mostly correct. Right now, it's more leveraged based on how the model interprets what a good post is. But we're experimenting with tools, and I'll give you one example. This is something that we're doing with our article products within Texo. What we're doing is we're reading the long-form content of a web page, and then we want to suggest articles to link to from this page that are relative to whatever the content is about. And the way we're doing that is we're actually going out and scraping the internet to find high-quality posts that are related to this. All through AI, we're telling the AI model, hey, here's what this content's about. Go find me the greatest articles. That stuff right there is what's going to empower these really cool things like for social media as well, is that step of saying, hey, here's the long-form content. Here's the results I want. Here's this tool that'll make you better at doing that job. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. All right, I got another one for you guys. And I don't expect you to have a real answer for this, but we're going to workshop it right here. I want to go the opposite way of Texo. I want to take long format content and I want to make longer format content. I want to take the, I don't know, 1600 or so episodes of the MarTech podcast, which is enough to train an AI model in how I think, the questions I ask, what my philosophies on marketing are. And I want to have it write an outline for a book. We actually tried to do this on the Voices of Search podcast and not so successfully, but basically it's like, what is the impact of artificial intelligence on SEO? How do I go about flipping this the opposite direction, knowing that you haven't built it yet, where you take all of your content, build 
your own, what I'm assuming is LLM, and have it spit back summaries of what you think back to you. That's a really great idea. We're going to call it O-Text. <laughs> yeah. Ben, you and I have been doing lots of podcasts over the last three months, and they all end up coming back to AI, it feels like. And every single one I've been on basically gets to AI at some point. And if you were to tell me two years ago, maybe even more importantly, like five years ago, there's technology that could take your content and make it longer, you would just sign up for it immediately as an SEO right? Say you take all the short reviews on my website and make them two paragraphs, product reviews. Turn my tweets into a blog post, turn my blog posts into an ebook, turn my ebooks into a book book. Yeah. Take all my product descriptions and make them four times longer. That would be an incredible thing. Now, the world has changed in the last three months where people would have a lot of questions about that if that's the right thing to do. And five years ago, you would have just done it. It made perfect sense. I have X amount of content now and I want to double it overnight. What SEO would say no to that? But now there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of people playing devil's advocate saying, well, Google's going to be able to pick up that it's AI written and you're going to eventually get penalized. I'm always on the side of being more aggressive, particularly on SEO, where you just do the stuff until you know that it's not right to do it got overstocked, put in the penalty box in SEO for six months. So I don't know if it's the best strategy. Yeah, but they rebranded. So now you're good. Yeah, now we're good. <laughs> it's Bed Bath & Beyond now. <laughs> so I think that's a great idea. But I think there's a lot of people that would have questions about doing that. It's just changed where that would be such a great idea for a marketer. Like if you could write a book using AI, using all your podcasts, thousands and thousands of podcasts that you've done. I think it's probably in the thousands. And they know your tone of voice and they can help write it for you. If you didn't have to write a book, but you could write a book, that sounds like a pretty great deal. You just do it. The truth is it, it's not taking existing content and bloating it, which I understand from an SEO perspective really works or in theory works until now everybody wants shorter form content. I'm actually talking about aggregation more than refactoring. I don't want to take a product description and say two words where I can say one I want to say, hey, large language model, here's everything I've said for the last six years. Now you know what I think about marketing. Write a book about what you think I would say about artificial intelligence in a book format. Connor, I'm going to turn this over to you. Can you write me a book? In theory, potentially. I just haven't tested it yet. So we built Texo with this in mind. Our goal is to collect all that data and be able to leverage it to ask anything based on the data we've collected, right? We just haven't tested the farther limits of that. So I don't know if there's a limit on how much data there is where we actually have to create our own language model as opposed to using leveraging others. So I think there's probably an inflection point there where you just need to create your own language model, which isn't too challenging these days. So I think it would be possible, but we just have to experiment with it. We have to test it. Here's what I could tell you. A friend of mine wrote a book about SEO and made a quarter of a million dollars in a year, year and a half. The book was amazing. It was a wonderful book, but it wasn't anything that hadn't been said before. It's just the fact of he was able to go around, get speaking opportunities, promote his book. He had a product to sell. Sometimes when we think about artificial intelligence, we're so focused on making the thing that's right in front of us that we kind of lose sight of the business models and the types of content that have resonated over a long period of time. We're all worried about how do I make social posts? Don't get me wrong. Social posts are great, but social is going to get bloated AF 
once people figure out how to use tools like Texo to make it easier to publish more frequently. And mostly when artificial intelligence lowers the amount of effort that goes into it, it's going to be hard to find the signal in the noise. And so as a marketing strategy, sometimes it's worth thinking about how to go the opposite direction. And maybe that doesn't mean that you're going to write your Twitter posts by hand and try to just post pictures of them, go low fidelity instead of high fidelity. Sometimes it means going big instead of small. You know, there's always a different way to think about what you're doing with your marketing strategies. And no matter what the tool set is, Texo is a wonderful example. It's going to help thousands of people figure out how to do better at what they're already doing. But when everybody does that at the end of the day, we're going to need flexible tools like what Texo is right now to reiterate and find other ways for us to have a new strategy. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Jeff Atkinson and Connor Ray, the CEO and lead engineer of Texo, a Huckabye product, for joining us. If you'd like to hear more from Jeff and Connor, you can find a link to their LinkedIn profiles in our show notes. You can contact them on Twitter. Their company's handle is TexoApp, that's T-E-X-O-A-P-P, or you could visit their website, which is Texo, T-E-X-O, dot Huckabye.com. That's T-E-X-O dot H-U-C-K-A-B-U-Y dot com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter or you can even apply to be our next guest speaker on the Martech podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly on LinkedIn. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.